Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I am here with my co-host, Olivia. Hey, everyone. It's me. And we are back again. Surprisingly, this is like two weeks in a row. We're on a roll. Um, I'm really proud of us. I know, right? This is like the first time we've like been consistent. Wow. Yes. So we're back today giving you content. Today, we're actually going to be talking about something a little bit different. I'm sure anybody that knows anything about YouTube or YouTubers knows that there is so much tea and so much drama going on right now in the YouTube community. And I feel like as professional YouTubers who both have like over a million views, it's just like our duty to speak out and talk about all the drama that's going on because it's a oh, lot of serious we're so stuff. professional. We are. We are. Yeah, I think this is like a good conversation to jump into. Um, you guys have probably heard all the tea. If you guys have been on Twitter um, or if you've even been on YouTube, there's a lot of people that are talking about a lot of this like drama centering around cancel culture and stuff like that. And I know that you and I have a lot of opinions on it um, and we can kind of go back and forth about that a lot. And I thought it would be a productive conversation to have just talking about everything. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, and I think it's it's kind of related in a sense that a lot of these people that are involved in this drama have businesses. They have like an empire of different products and merch and stuff like that. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week in terms of like supporting a person and like what does it say about you if you're buying these makeup products that are linked to somebody that has a very racist past, very very problematic in every sense of the word. So I think it just also it ties well into what we were talking about last week in terms of like holding people accountable and companies accountable for their past mistakes and how they treat other people and different races and things like that. Yeah. And I mean, as time has gone on, my opinions about these have, this has changed and it develops and it grows. And I think this like showcases a lot of like human development and how people, you know, I develop throughout time and start understanding more by potentially hearing more stories or just kind of having a new perspective on something. So even like what I say now may not be how I feel in like five, 10 years. So um, I guess take everything with a grain of salt, obviously, and uh, I guess take your time when trying to understand everything and uh, yeah, do some research and develop your own opinion. And I think this is going to be a really great conversation to cover. So with that being said, um, I guess we can kind of jump into like how we've been doing this past week because it has been a week. It hasn't been several weeks like it has in the past or we haven't recorded in a long time. It has been a week since we've last spoke. So is there any updates going on in your life? Any any new stuff that um, you want to share? Um. Well, my cat peed on my bed last night, which was really just a fun experience. My cat, Nike... He's very, like, particular about the litter box. Like, it has to be 100% clean, pristine, sparkling, or he won't get in it. Like, if there's one piece of whatever, he's just like, no, I'm going to hold my pee for the rest of the day and then, like, go pee. Because, like, I've I've looked in the litter boxes at times and there's just, like, a ginormous puddle of pee. And I know he's just been holding it in all day because he's a snob. So, like... I, I was working. I didn't have time to clean up the litter box. And he just walked into my bedroom and peed on my bed right in the middle. So that was really fun. 
and stressful. He's a man of class. He's a man of class. He just does not want to do with anything dirty. Um, he has standards. He does have standards. And I mean, he's my child. So like, I guess that's my fault. I raised him to be that way, but it's okay. I forgive him. I know it's it's like kind of hard to discipline a cat. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I was mad, but I was like, I can't get mad at you because you probably don't remember what you did wrong and cats just are so stubborn like they just do their thing so like if you have some tips on how to discipline a cat effectively please let me know because i am clueless yeah and i know the cats are like just like way different than how dogs are and yeah i just like honestly i don't even know if you can discipline a cat they're just gonna they be just stuck in their way gotta do what they gotta <laughs> they, do they honestly they just have to be that way um, that's so funny because Fig threw up on our bed this morning because uh, she ate too fast. Um, but yeah, uh, also my audio might sound off is because I'm currently visiting uh, Emily's parents. Emily's my girlfriend and um, I forgot to bring my microphone. But yeah, so we brought Fig over and she threw up in the bed because I guess she ate too fast. She's probably nervous and uh, made me really sad. I woke up and I was like, oh, Figgy, there's just all over the bed. That's so sad. She's kind of relatable. Honestly, after like a night out, you just <laughs> like, like, <laughs> she's like a little just human. Honestly. So before we started filming, you told me that there's something that you wanted to say and you didn't want to tell me because you wanted my genuine reaction. And I'm very intrigued and I want to know what it is, unless you plan to say it later. I can say it now. It's just really funny because it, it is pretty good tea. I will not lie. Um, but it has to do with her favorite turf. And you might have heard this already. Because <laughs> I, I just had to bring the turfy energy into this episode. Oh, my God. Okay, All right. So, so are, are you ready for the drama? I'm ready. So I, I have a friend who sent me this article. They were like, check this out because this is insane. So... Okay, so J.K. Rowling uh, wrote a detective series. I think it was a series. It was a two thousand, or maybe it was a novel. It was in, written in two thousand thirteen, and she wrote it under the pseudonym. It was called Cuckoo's Calling, and she wrote it under the pseudonym Robert Galbraith, Galbraith, something like that. And so she said it was an inspiration, and uh, named it was like a combination of Robert F. Kennedy's name and. Ella, quote unquote, Ella Gal- Galbraith, and it was a name that she made up when she was younger. So she said she combined those names. But then people were like, that's very interesting that you say that because Robert Galbraith is a real person, and that person is a psychiatrist who pioneered gay conversion therapy. He was one of the. Kidding. I'm not even kidding. He's a real person, and he literally essentially was like the start of like of gay conversion therapy like i just can't believe it like it makes so much sense now she's just she just is a turf and a homophobe and it's just so insane to me are we about to dedicate an entire other episode of just dragging her because oh my god (laughs) it's so awful it is so awful and so i have like a bunch of information on it so like so I got this from an article. It was on them.com written by uh, Nico Lang. But uh, he said an article. Um, yeah, Robert Galbraith Heath is also the name of a mid-20th century psychiatrist 
who pioneered a range of practices that would later be known as convergent therapy. During his tenure as chair of the Department of Psychiatry and Neurology at Tulane University, New Orleans, one of his signature treatments was the usage of electroshock treatments to cure gay men and their same-sex attractions. I don't know. So essentially he would electroshock people for to like make them straight and then show them like heterosexual porn and then like and just like to like try and do everything to like make these people like attracted to like straight stuff is this and like common like, knowledge like do people know that she did this um i i've seen a bunch of tweets like when every ever since that like her being a turf came out people have been like tweeting about it so there, there's a few tweets out there that have like said it but it hasn't been like a big thing that i think people are talking about but like yeah this man like that she named her her pen name is named after uh is literally the person who pioneered gay conversion therapy and you think I, as an author, this book, this book was written in 2013. You do research on the name, like, oh, make sure this isn't a real person. But like, but she, so knew she, she said she could, for sure she knew she was doing. And so, so like, I, mean, I just, oh, that's so frustrating to me. Yeah, like, like I, feel I just, like she's essentially the reason she hates trans women so much because she thinks we're gay and we need to be converted. Like, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and it just upsets me because she'll link a lot of stuff to like, oh, lesbian, lesbian, her lesbian friend or stuff like that. And I mentioned it before. And then she like, I don't know why she's like this huge, and maybe it's her idea of like feminism and like, and she like sees feminism and women and lesbianism as like something that's like, like great for her movement, her like turf movement in her head. But like, if it has to do with like, and like, I would assume gay men, because it's targeted gay men. Um I would just assume, I mean, and I also the repercussions of this affected uh, millions of people, I'm assuming, or I don't know, whatever. It affected many people throughout conversion therapy, but I think the development of this really says something that like she, she named this after something that has hurt so many people. And it is really insane that like the way that she views trans people and gay people, and it just goes to show that like, She's a disgusting human being, like genuinely so disgusting. And it's like really frustrating to like, just to see that, to like, to know that everyone's okay with it. Like she has so much success. People still love her and are so devout, like devoted to her. And she like has just been a constant, like awful human being that is just a bigot, like just plain and simple a bigot. And is like just yeah for sure disgusting. So I just wanted to tell you that I wanted to like just drop it on you because like I just found this out like an hour ago, Fuck and her. I'm just like freaking out. Honestly, she definitely knew but, what yeah. she was doing. I there's no possible way like she's, I mean she is kind of stupid, but like she's an educated woman. Like she knows what she's doing so I feel like there's no possible way that she could have came up with a pseudonym and did no research on it and had no context of who that person was so fuck you again bitch that's all I'm gonna say yeah like and then because I would know because I mean I've I've just heard many stories from like authors or people writing a book and a lot of times when people are in the process of writing books they do research into like every little thing about their novel to make sure everything is like correct or everything is matches up and like there's a lot of research that is done when writing a novel and so just that that i don't doubt that she knew what that was like there's no there's no doubt in my mind that this was on purpose and 
yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Cause then she'll be like, oh, like, I don't know where the name like Ella um, came from or Ella. Cause she said it was a name inspired from when she was younger. Uh, Ella Galbraith. She said that that was a name. She was like, I don't really know where that came from. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You know where that, you know where that came from. Like you're, you're, you're a homophobe, you're a transphobe. And like, that's just that on that. But it's, it's insane that like, yeah, not many people know about it. It's not being talked about enough. But it's it's it is really it's a weird coincidence if it if it wasn't done on purpose, and so I don't know. I find it too hard to believe that 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 this was like done on accident. Yeah, that was not an accident. I don't believe that. I can't wait for her next three page essay on her explaining why she loves conversion therapy and how it's ethical. Because I'm sure she's going to do that. Oh my god! Could you imagine? I feel like that's something she would say. That's something she'd be like. So I've talked with my lesbian <laughs> psychiatrist, <laughs> and they believe that like conversion therapy is great. Oh my god! I and actually and, like, like got I, in on some conversion therapy sessions, and they actually were very productive. So yeah, I mean, it was like I mean, electroshock doesn't hurt as much as they say it does. Yeah, it's they just were like fine. a negative reinforcement. Um, it's all psychologist stuff. You guys wouldn't understand. <laughs> And I think the thing that upset me the most about, like, this whole story, too, was that, like, like for me, like, my transition has been, like, really hard. Like, coming out has been really hard. And whenever I first came out, like, I was given the ultimatum of, like, I either stay home and, like, essentially go to conversion therapy, go through the Catholic church, and, like, speak with priests. And, like, uh, I was, like, essentially given the, the ultimatum that I would go to conversion therapy or I would be kicked out of my house. And so, essentially, obviously, I, I did it and I was kicked out of my home. And so this affects me a lot because I'm like, that could have been me. I could have been a part of that. And then knowing that this author that like is so famous, so big has attacked the trans community and also like, even if it was a coincidence, a coincidence, just like endorsed this person, this awful human being that developed something so tragic that has harmed and potentially even killed many people's lives. I mean, I've heard millions of stories, not millions, but like I've heard a bunch of stories of people who have gone through conversion therapy and how how much like it affected them like going through that and how hurtful it was so um yeah i, I find her dis- like as a disgusting human i find her awful and yeah just don't support her stop watching the shows or the movies stop watching or stop reading her books just stop engaging with her altogether if you follow her on twitter or anything just unfollow her just just don't give her the time of day and i know we're talking about her and giving her the time of the day but I, but i think this is important because I think we need to shut this shit down before people just keep letting it get away or get hurt, letting her get away with it. Sorry, I'm really bad at speaking today, but yeah, I mean, it's just really, really bad. That's, it's still like so shocking. I mean, it's not shocking because like there are so many people that hold these beliefs and like don't say them because they're a public figure or whatever, but it's like, she's such a huge person. And to know that like she has these, turfy ideals and that she literally has a link to somebody that started fucking conversion therapy is mind-blowing to me like as children like her demographic is children people are reading her shit and like secretly behind closed doors she's homophobic and transphobic and like wants us all to die (laughs) so like it's just fucking weird yeah an awful awful person but yeah, we don't have to talk about it more because I feel like we're giving her a lot of attention. I just wanted to put that out there. So if you guys didn't know, check out the the link. Go to today.com 
and then just like google it and then it's insane like and then just look up robert galbraith um heath look up his involvement in conversion therapy look up everything he's done because it's insane the what the the torture he's put people through it reminds me of if you guys have seen american horror story uh i think it was season two um where it was a yeah asylum if you see if you've seen that uh, season um you'll know that there's like a conversion therapy like part in it where this this woman's gay and she's going through electroshock therapy and it's like intense and i know this is a show so it might be like more dramatic but like like that shit like they like shocked people to make them straight like think about that like that's insane and it doesn't work that doesn't work you're just frying someone's head so yeah i find it like deeply disturbing that like that exists and, and people support jk rowling so yeah i mean that's all we're gonna give her like you said we've given this bitch a little too much time so she is over in our eyes and if you want to read more about her you can do that on your own time but like we said like i don't want to dedicate this whole podcast to her again because she's disgusting and does not deserve that on our little podcast it's not like we're like the news broadcasters but like still we're still like talking about her essentially yeah and so i guess i guess to move on from this topic which i think we definitely should um do you have any updates on um fiori or that app because bitch i deleted i downloaded it wait what'd you say i deleted that I had it for a week and I was I was texting you I was keeping you updated or it wasn't a week it was a few days and that app is quite it's really interesting I don't recommend getting it if you're trans I don't recommend it at all because yeah it's gross yeah I mean the whole development of the app seems like it's made for trans people but if you if you get it and you actually look at it it's made for cis men trying to get a hold of trans people like trying to like fuck trans people or whatever the intention is like this app was made for cis men who like targets trans women and that's insane to me my favorite thing was that you sent me a screenshot of a message from this guy and he literally sent me the same exact thing why why do you like that do you remember what the message is um i i screenshotted it it's kind of explicit so you don't want to hear it. Cover your ears. Yeah, trigger warning. Let me see. I think it was like slightly different, but he essentially said the same thing to us. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, I sent it to you, so I should be able to find it. In oh my god, a guy saying like, "I'm heading to Whole Foods. Can I pick you up anything?" Bitch! Oh my god, he said that to me. Too. <laughs> no, oh, I know. Said- I was reading the one. Yeah, he says. Just let me suck that beautiful cock of yours. And his photo <laughs> is from Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Burgers. Oh my god! It's and his Bob. name is oh You Thick with three C's. So I mean, he's he's not wrong. We are thick. I mean, I'm definitely not. Yeah. I'm a fucking drink <laughs> brand. So I'm glad I gave um, off the appeal that I look thick because that's definitely not the case. It's funny because you sent me like this one guy who like messaged you like um uh, like a picture of him and it's so funny because he looked like Doug. 
the funniest thing about that guy is that he was like in the, in the army. He didn't have a photo, so obviously he's being discreet because he doesn't want everyone to know that he likes trans girls. And he has a fucking American flag tattoo on his fucking arm. Like, it covers his entire arm. Like, I just think that's so funny. Because, like, in theory, he would be the person that would, like, beat me up. But, like, he's trying to flirt with me on an app specifically for trans women. Like, funny. Yeah, so I don't recommend any of you guys getting the app. Don't don't feed into it or anything like that because it's it is pretty like disturbing. Um, it is. I think it's cool to have like an app that like specifies like oh if like you're trans, uh, trans man, trans like uh, trans woman, uh, non-binary, uh, any of like those labels. I think it's really cool that that could exist. But the fact that anyone can just message you, it like is really. It's not cool. It's really disturbing. I would say just stay on Tinder. I know it's kind of annoying and you're probably going to get people that will unmatch you because they're trans, but it's really just the best way. And yeah, if you want to be on a dating app, just use Tinder. You won't get fetishized nearly as much as everywhere else. So that's my personal opinion after experimenting with different apps to try and like figure out which ones are actually beneficial and which ones suck. Yeah. So, and I've never had Tinder. I've been in in a relationship since essentially my senior year of high school. So like, I'm lucky. I feel that I like, I like, I feel like I'm, I'm with the great person who I'm really happy with. And I just never had to deal with dating apps because I know how scary they can be for trans people. And we've made a whole episode talking about dating apps, but like it it is, I know it's going to be hard, but yeah, I think Tinder for the most part, I mean, if you put trans in your bio, then people swipe on you. Then, I mean, it's like, I feel like then that that's good because you guys can both talk with the knowledge of you already being trans and it's not something that anyone can just send you messages and it being like a weird thing. So, yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, I think just stick to those, those normal dating apps and uh, I think it'd be a lot easier for, for you, I guess. But with that being said, um, any other new updates going on in your life? Anything else um, affecting you or, I don't know, anything For interesting? Me, not really, to be honest. What about you? I, <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, this past week has been a lot for me. I've, I've kind of been going through a lot. Um, I recently started my first uh, session in group therapy which um, I've been trying to go or get into it for a really long time. And I finally was able to get into it. It was an interesting time. Uh, It wasn't what I wanted it to be, but it's also the first session. And everyone was so like really awkward and kind of quiet. So it was like, it was just like an awkward hour. But I'm I'm hoping that as group therapy goes more and more on, it gets easier. So, but yeah, that was an interesting thing. A lot of stuff that I'm working on as a person. I think everyone should be, trying to work on themselves going through therapy. Um, I also have like a, a impulsive decision that I'm going to get my nose pierced because I had them, I had one of them pierced one side of my nostril pierced. And then the day that I met Gage, like 10 minutes before I met, met her, it literally fell out and like my whole clothes. And then you had to meet me while my nose was bleeding and it was so dramatic. I don't know if you remember. I do. It, it really was not that bad. Like I was just, I wasn't, like freaked out or anything it was normal that shit happens to me all the time since I I have my nose pierced and I've had it 
pierced for a long time. So I, I definitely know the struggle. So it was perfectly fine. Yeah, I was really, I was so upset too because I spent $50 on the piercing. So I was like, oh my God, I don't have to spend that money again. So then I just didn't do it for several months. And then finally I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like honestly, fuck it. I really, I want them both done. So I decided to go and get both nostrils pierced. And I like it. I think it it's a look. So it's cool. a vibe. I like it too. Thanks. I feel very grungy with my uh, Crocs I just bought. <laughs> right? You're like very the definition that. of like like a grungy, like trendy little person. And I love it. Honestly. You're I like love it too. a vibe going. I love my androgyny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's a it's a cool, like a cool look. I know a lot of people are against Crocs, but I recommend it. Socks with Crocs. I just bought more Crocs today. Don't even get me started on Crocs. Don't even You're get like me Bretman started Rock. on sport mode. Do you, do you watch Bretman Rock stories where he like, he pretends like he's opening like a Chanel bag or something designer and he pulls out a pair of Crocs? I haven't seen them. No, I it's haven't so seen them. It's so funny. Like he's a big Crocs enthusiast. Honestly, we stand for Bretman Rock. <laughs> we stand Nikki, uh, Nikita Dragon's twin. <laughs> Especially Nikita Dragon. We stand her too. Yeah, of course. That's like um, a different topic, actually. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but I guess speaking of YouTubers, did you want to get into topic. everything? I know, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, essentially, there's a lot of drama, specifically involving Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star, but also James Charles, a few other smaller YouTubers. Um, Blair White's got involved. Trisha Paytas gets involved with everything. So she's been involved. And essentially what was revealed was that Shane and Jeffrey may have, or it literally does sound like they had huge involvement in Tati's video last year that was dedicated to James Charles, where she basically called him a pedophile and a predator. Um, And like, it was originally thought that, oh, like, James and Tati just had a falling out and she made that video because she was angry and upset at him. But people are saying that it was actually planned essentially by Jeffrey and Shane and they literally helped her make that video. And this whole time they've been acting like they had no involvement. So that's essentially what the big drama is stemming from. Also going back to the fact that People are digging up like the past of Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star and how they've said racist things. They've both said extremely racist things. And Shane has like a long history of saying really inappropriate things, especially about children. And like there's concerns about pedophilia and it's just a lot to unpack. And it's very like overwhelming, but also very entertaining especially during quarantine when we're all at home and have nothing to do. We have like this big juicy movie essentially that releases like a new piece every single day to follow. Yeah. I'm so like, at first I was like, I don't give a fuck about this like petty ass drama. Like I could care less. And then like Tati released a video. It was like 40 minutes long, like a, a new video that was also more drama. But anyway, she released like this huge video um, and it was essentially the opposite of the video that she made however many months ago, like the opposite video where she's defending James Charles and now attacking Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson. And then, so I was like, I have to watch this. Now I'm, now I'm invested in the drama. Now I'm invested into the tea. And um, yeah, it is 
really interesting. She said that like they manipulated her into making the video, that she was on the fence about it, but they were like, you should do it. That Jeffrey apparently had like dirt on on James Charles and was saying that like, oh, you should, you know, he's an awful person. You should make this like this um this video. And so um, apparently Shane and him uh, both like push Tati into like making that video about James Charles which I when I was watching that video I was getting really angry at Tati because I'm like how can you switch sides all of a sudden all of a sudden when like the heat's on them now you just want to switch sides now you just want to like switch it up like you can't do that you have to own the shit that you you said you have to own that and it's just really frustrating because I was like you're like a grown-ass woman you're like you have the capability like your actions are your own. You can't like blame them on other people. So that was like my big thing with with Tati's video that she made. But I also found it really disturbing that she said that Shane and Jeffrey were both pushing it really, really hard that she did it. But I but I also think that with, with Shane and with Jeffrey, it is really disturbing to hear how much they pushed this movement of James Charles being like his career being destroyed. So it is like really like shady and weird. Um, so like, I've just been like, really like, I don't know, like how to feel about it, especially because, um, in the past I have been a pretty big Shane Dawson supporter. I felt like I've, I've been very invested into his series that he's released. Um, but I don't know, like my mind quickly changed, like hearing everything that's coming out and realizing everything. And I'm like, wow, like this is insane. There's so much. Yeah. And when Tati released her video, I was like, Okay, she's making some points, but also at the same time, like you said, I don't 100% feel sorry for her. Like, Shane and Jeffrey may have influenced her, got in her head or whatever, but they didn't, like, hold a gun to her head and force her to make that video. Like, she knew what she was doing at the time. She chose to listen to Jeffrey Star out of all people, especially, like, last year. It was already a known fact that he has is very problematic and has a lot of issues with pretty much everybody in the industry. So, like, I don't feel sorry for her. She, it was her decision to trust what they were saying. And, like, especially considering her relationship with James, like, went back so far. It's kind of shocking that she would just throw that all away and start believing somebody that she barely just met. So, I don't feel sorry for her. But I think it is important to, like, acknowledge that, especially, like, Shane, because everyone knew that he did like racist stuff in the past but that was a long time ago and people like try to come to his defense and say that comedy was a different time back then which it was and it did for the most part seem like he has tried to move on and like become a better person but there are also like a lot of things that were not revealed that you kind of have to like think about is this person really deserve to be forgiven because I mean he was an adult when he said all these things it's not like he was still a teenager he was still literally an adult he should have known better and there's really no excuse that like all the little tiktokers can use when they were like 12 or 13 when they accidentally said something really insensitive or racist that obviously you can learn from but like he was a grown-ass man and so was Jeffree Star so like it's kind of hard to give them the benefit of the doubt considering that yeah and it's hard because you really with Shane Dawson um you really haven't seen that much growth in him and his humor 
Like, you know, he doesn't say those awful jokes anymore. He doesn't do any of the awful stuff, but there really hasn't been that character development. People have been comparing his story a lot to Jenna Marbles, who like, even within the honest drama, Jenna Marbles also, she released a video saying like, essentially like, I'm sorry, I made stupid decisions with these videos. And like, you've seen through the progress of YouTube, how much she's become so influential and so like, I guess, quote unquote, unproblematic. And she like, she's been a really big supporter of like progressive things and a very big supporter of people. And you've seen that character development. You've seen her stand up for what she believes in and have, has become a really good person, a very well-spoken person. So she released this video and then was like, you know, my, this channel has hurt people. This channel, I grew because of some awful things that I've said. So I'm stopping making, I'm stopping like releasing videos on this YouTube channel. And then so Shane Dawson decides he could make a video apologizing just like her. But there's like you, but the video that he made put like a lot of blame on, on his like mental health rather than like just straight up apologizing. He kept saying, it's like, oh, it's because like, you know, I had like a lot of trauma when I was a kid. So that's how I like made jokes and stuff. But then like in Tati's video, she said the same thing where she was like, you know, like I was assaulted and on a on an Instagram live later after Tati released that video, Shane rolled his eyes when Tati said she was like sexually assaulted. Um, and then Shane rolls his eyes and said, she's, uh, she's manipulating you. And so it's like interesting how you just released an apology video say, talking about your trauma. Are you manipulating us? And so like that has been, I think that's been popping in my head. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's done blackface. He's um, done brown face. He's um, made inappropriate jokes about kids like countless times, like over and over again. Um, and it's just, it's just been, it's just deeply disturbing to see, to see these things. And I used to at a time justify it um, and stand up for him because I was like, you know, that's just what the internet was at the time. The internet was edgy. The internet, the internet was like really like, like, just disturbing and we all laughed at it when I was a kid you know I always laughed at it but then I like started to realize I'm like oh well the reason that I was laughing at it was because I was a child I was a literal child and the reason the internet was so edgy was because it was made edgy by these creators like Shane Dawson like he's the reason he was like an original creator he's what shaped the platform he is responsible for that and he was an adult when he made these videos and he deserves to suffer those consequences for sure. He's done really disgusting things. The Will Smith family had to fucking come out and like, and say shit against him because he was literally doing like just extremely like disgusting things to an image of Will Smith. And like, and like, like it's supposed to be humorous and like, it's just, it is really ridiculous um, to see that like this was, you know, this was, I know everyone just kind of let this slide by over and over again. I mean, for countless years, he has been like trending. He's over, he's over. So it has been a really interesting, you know, thing to see every, this accumulation of like, of, of things that people have found just you being used to attack him. Um, and because, I mean, I get, he attacked himself essentially. He, he dug his own grave, um, but it is like really, really disturbing. So, and then, I mean, we can go on another tangent with Jeffree Star, but everyone knows Jeffree Star is a shitty person. Everyone, everyone already knows that. The big conversation was um, Shane Dawson and like his involvement in the Tati scandal, um, the James Charles scandal and stuff like that. 
And so, yeah. Yeah. And like in regards to the the Smith family thing, Shane never addressed that either. Like he radio silence that whole time. He didn't issue out an apology or anything. But literally 0.9 seconds after Tati uploaded her video, he was on Instagram Live rolling her eyes at her for talking about her past sexual abuse experience, which is funny to me considering that he is always the first one to blame like his actions on his childhood and the way that his childhood was, which again, like it's kind of similar to JK Rowling. Like I don't think he deserved to be abused when he was younger, but I think it's, it's very, it's not right for him to always use that as an excuse. And then to also mock Tati and tell her that she's lying and she's being dramatic for bringing up her sexual abuse story. Like that there's a lot of inconsistencies in his actions in regards to that and it makes him look less genuine and I've always like I've always been a pretty big fan of Shane Dawson too like I really enjoy his videos but something that also bothered me and has been bothering me for a while is like he always talks about like how poor he is and how he doesn't have any money and like trying to be relatable and like oh I only eat really fast foods because I can't afford like fancy meals or something and it's annoying because He's he has not been poor for a very long time. He's one of the most successful people on YouTube. He has money. His fiance has money. They live in a two million dollar house. So like, I just it just bothers me that he's constantly like, I'm so poor. Feel sorry for me. I'm blah blah blah. But girl, you're fine. Like you're comfortable. You can get canceled and then go the rest of your life probably still living comfortably based off of everything that you've accumulated through YouTube so far and all the books that he's made and like the short films and everything that he's done like you're not poor so like stop saying that it really bothers me yeah i know that was a big thing or he was like you know like i haven't made nearly as much money as a bunch of these other YouTubers like i've i felt like i've always been like like, I felt like, I I don't know, I've never been able to, like, receive all, all this same money that, like, all these other people have. And it's like, but you still received a lot of money. You're still a very wealthy person. And yeah, he lives in a really expensive house. What, like, in, isn't it Calabasas? Like, like a really nice area in LA. Yeah, they live somewhere near there, like, in the hills. Like, those are not fucking cheap houses. So, you're fine. Yeah. Like, stop being dramatic. <laughs> Oh no, it's like, it's like, oh yeah, awful that like, um, yeah, he's gone away with a lot and it is such a shame because like, I, I do believe he's a talented creator. Like I believe that, you know, he has like, he is genuinely, I think like when he's not being inappropriate is funny, but like you can't ignore the past. You can't ignore the things he's done. And I, I do think people, um, should have a right to like, to, um, to, you know, uh, develop as a person and um, try and be better. But I think, I think he's built his platform on hate and I don't know how he can continue creating on that platform. And I, I don't know the way that Jenna Marbles kind of did it where she was like, you know, I'm going to like, for the time being, I'm just not going to be making videos. I'm not sure if this is a permanent thing or whatever. She like owned up to that, but he made his apology video. Like I'm going to keep making videos essentially, but um, I'm sorry. And it's like, it's just, it is frustrating because he doesn't see like how many, how many people he's hurt. And it is, it is really just really disturbing. So not a, not a good thing for, um, for Shane. 
and but obviously not a good thing for the black lives he's hurt the latinx people he's hurt um the amount of people he's hurt and also i hate apology videos when they're like i am so sorry if i've offended you that is the worst and most insulting thing to say like if i've offended you what do you mean if and i hate when people say that because it doesn't seem genuine it's like oh i'm justified in doing this but if you're upset i'm sorry and it's like it doesn't work that's not an apology so like i I just hate when people like phrase apologies like that it's not it's not i don't think it, it, it looks good or it is good but, you're literally yeah. just supposed to say sorry. Like that's how you apologize. You don't say, I'm sorry if you felt this way, but this is X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three as to why I did it. And in my mind, it was justified. But if you are offended, that's your problem. Like that's not an apology. And that's that's what like a lot of influencers and people in the public eye like to do. They kind of like to spin it and make us feel like we should not be upset because there was supposedly a reason behind what they did and they thought it was funny or whatever so I think that's bullshit if you're really sorry you should just apologize there really doesn't have to be an explanation at the end of the day just admit that you did something racist or you did something homophobic or whatever and move the fuck on like it's so much more respectable if you're just able to cut to the chase not give a big ass explanation and just say sorry like that's ultimately what people want and not a lot of people do that yeah and so for Shane I'm not sure if there's any redeeming uh that he can possibly do because yeah he's he's kind of dug his own grave and I mean it was inevitable that like he'd finally kind of be he'd pay those 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 consequences because he hasn't he's been super successful and like you said he can live the rest of his life comfortably but with that being said I know that there's more drama to everything Uh, that's been going on because Blair White made a video and I'm not a fan of Blair White at all. I don't like like her at all. I don't agree with her politics at all, but she posted a video that I thought was interesting and I decided to watch because people were talking about it and it was talking about, uh, it was talking about what Jeffree Star had said to, to her. And it is really interesting. I I don't know if you know more than I do. Yeah, I mean, so Blair, I just watched this morning. I had no idea there was another video until you told me. Um, I also, I don't agree with her in pretty much 99% of what she says. Sometimes she does, she does make good points, but at the same time, I still don't agree with what she's saying. Um, But she has like a good relationship with Shane and she uploaded like a video a couple days ago condemning Jeffree Star and like saying that he's a horrible person but a lot of people were like okay so then why are you not keeping the same energy with Shane Dawson because like she literally has a series on her channel where she calls out people who have said sexually predatory things especially to to minors so like you would expect her to be one of the first people regardless of whether or not she's friends with Shane to step out and talk about it considering she has like I said an entire series on her channel dedicated to outing people like that so I mean she essentially just addressed the fact that it's harder for her to do that because she does have a good relationship with Shane but ultimately she did 
say like that she doesn't condone what she he's been doing and that he does deserve to be accountable for all of the horrible things that he said so I thought that was interesting and I think that if somebody that actually has a genuine relationship with this person is able to admit their flaws then I feel like the fans who don't know them personally should be able to hold their faves accountable when they do something wrong and not automatically apologize for them and be sympathetic and defend them through thick and thin when they should be called out. Like, Because essentially, if their fans continuously support them, no matter what they do, it kind of just enables them to do the same exact behavior. So I thought that was interesting in her video that she was able to like call him out, even though they, they are friends with each other. Yeah, and um, I know she also made a video where she was talking about something that uh, Jeffree Star had said to her and was saying that Jeffree Star had told her, like, within, like, the first time talking with him, that, like, he has a lot of dirt on a bunch of YouTubers and that he had dirt on James Charles. And apparently James Charles had sexually assaulted people or, like, specifically this person that Blair ended up reaching out to and had this conversation. So I'm not sure if there's any validity behind that, but uh, yeah, evidently James Charles may be a predator of some sorts, uh, like Tati said. So I'm, I'm very interested in how this unfolds in the future, because obviously you don't want to support any people like this. I personally don't think you should support any white uh, creators on YouTube. Um, not actually, but like, I think there's a lot of flaw within like a bunch of these like white creators who feel so entitled. And I get a lot of that from James Charles, from Jeffree Star, from Shane Dawson, you feel a lot of that entitlement of them not being appreciative of their audience. And I think there's a lot of uh, people of color, um, people of color creators, a lot of black creators you can support over these disgusting human beings. So for sure, I think I would I do research into any of those um, um, and other potential like YouTubers you can support because yeah, these, these creators that like, I mean, from the beginning of like when James Charles was on CoverGirl, people had like, an issue because he was like just like like a white gay with like a lot of privilege and um and it just has like shown that throughout his career that he's just been able to like have this you know substantial growth when like there is some flaws in him as a human being that people um don't like or that that aren't so great and so if the, this comes out that this is a real thing that he's a predator that's something to be to look into but like genuinely all these people that are in this drama i have something that there's like an obvious flaw that i hate about them and so when i'm watching this unfold it's just like a it's like a cat fight that like i can't look away from but also i give no fucks about any of them at the same time and it's just like it is crazy because i'm like wow all of these people are just so shitty and they're just fighting each other on who's the shittiest and it's very very interesting that's what I hate. Like, I genuinely hate that I'm so invested and I know every in and out of the drama that's going on, but it's like so, <laughs> it's, it's entertaining and I, it's it embarrassing to admit that, but it's true. Like, it's so dumb, but most of us can't get enough and we want to know the tea and we want to know what's happening. So it's kind of hard to like just block it all off because you still want to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so it's just been a weird time on YouTube because you've been seeing like, yeah, a lot of these like giant people being um, just being canceled. And rightfully so. I agree that like um, everything that people have been saying has been justified. 
Jeffree Star had like a fucking company before his like cosmetic line called something Nazi. Lipstick um, Nazi. That's insane that he got away with that. And like, I guess like people didn't even like know until recently that was a thing. And uh, just everything he's done in the past, whether he's like said the N word, I mean, he's, he's like, uh, got into this, like, it was like, a, I don't know, there's been like stuff where he's been like, he said some racist things. And it's, it is, it is deeply disturbing to see him continuously grow, con- to see Shane continuously grow. Um, and all these creators that have like affected so many people uh, to just continuously be on top. So yeah, I find it deeply disturbing. It's mostly just because like, it's just a pattern of behavior. Like how many times you have to get canceled and like be called out for doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. That doesn't seem like that person is growing to me. So I don't think they deserve a platform if they've addressed it, if you keep having to address the same shit over and over again that you keep doing, like, you're not really sorry. Like, you can keep putting out apology videos, but it's not genuine because you're just going to do it again. And, I mean, all these people hang out with each other for a reason because they're all, you know, they say birds of a feather flock together. So the fact that Shane and Jeffrey are best friends, I think that kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it's just awful. Because even when Shane was making his like cosmetic line with Jeffrey Star, people were specifically saying like Jeffrey's an awful human being. Stop! Like, don't participate. Don't feed into like him, um, because it's just gonna, yeah, it's just gonna feed his ego even more. People said the same thing about his series with Jake Paul, <clears throat> but like he just he didn't take into consideration people's concern, and I think that like goes to show that like he he just hasn't changed and he he won't grow especially if he's just being you know if he's just getting away with things that like that aren't good that he needs to be held accountable for exactly and i honestly can't like look at him anymore without getting angry like it's just something about his face that just makes me want to punch him i don't know why it's just so irritating to me and it's probably due to like everything that's going on but like yeah I just like I'm tired of seeing his face (laughs) everywhere it's bothering me I don't want to look at it no I get you completely that's how I feel about his ass and Voldemort fucking Jeffree Star's ass (laughs) and like and like yeah I mean just seeing it everywhere like I'm at this point I am tired of the drama like I could I like just wish that like yeah, I mean, it has slowed down. People have started to stop talking about it that much. But yeah, I'm happy that like we're able to make this podcast today to kind of put our opinions and thoughts out there and um, to also inform people who may be uninformed to still support these creators. I'll just reconsider that and like think that if you do support them, think why do you still want to support them? Think about that and then acknowledge it. And it's like, oh, because do you think he's changed? Well, look at these behaviors he's done recently. Does that really provide you... Does that really, you know, provi- provide any um, aff- affirming things to your hypothesis that he's become a better person? Like, just like, yeah, just really look into why you still support him. Is it because, is it because you think he's a good person, or is it because there's some internalized um, racism or internalized homophobia into any of the things that like you may feel? And and just like, yeah, reevaluate, re- reevaluate. all of that because yeah he's he's gone away with a lot and just like 
realize how many people he's hurt because he's gotten away with a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a perfect way to end it. And I just feel like there needs to be a way for us as a society to realize that holding people accountable isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, you can still like somebody and enjoy their content and root for them to be a better person and to grow and still hold them accountable. Like, you don't have to fight to the death to defend them and basically say they did nothing wrong when they actually did. So do your research. If you still want to support somebody that does that type of shit, that's completely up to you and your conscious. But again, I think the main point of us discussing it was just to make sure that you are looking into not only like people that you personally look up to, but also like brands and like corporations that you support. What what do what have they said? Have they had any issues with racism or homophobia? Do they support the type of people that actually buy their products? Are they friendly? Things like that. So it's definitely important to look into when you really support somebody because like I said earlier, if you don't call people out and you continue to support them and blindly follow, then you're essentially just enabling them to repeat the same behavior and harm other people in the future. And with that being said, fuck everyone. (laughs) Fuck JK Rowling. Fuck the Shane Dawson. Fuck Jeffree Star. Fuck them all because yeah, they're not, they just they just, they're not good people. And um, time and time again, you just, you you have this proof of like, like these marginalized people are the ones being affected. Not these, not these rich white people that like have these millions. Like the consequences of their actions affect a lot of these marginalized people who have nothing. And so, yeah, don't support people who, who have the whole world, have everything. When the people who are actually hurting are the people who are, um, the marginalized, the ones struggling, the ones that are affected by society, affected by these remarks, um, because it does affect a lot of people, and it is really disgusting to see so many people thrive off of off of their views, off of off of what they've said or what they've done. And I think that's where the bottom line it comes down to. It's like stop protecting these people because they they don't deserve that protection. Protect the the ones that actually need it. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I know this was like a little, that was a deeper conversation. Cause like, I mean, it is a really shitty thing that these people are getting away with and I'm happy are finally being addressed or finally kind of being paying the consequences for, but I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I really enjoyed having this conversation with Gage. Obviously it's really, it's really a good time. Every, anytime we get to talk. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. And also like, there's so many bigger issues out in the world, like the country is in shambles and so is the world. So it's okay to indulge in some mindless drama every once in a while, but also make sure you're keeping aware of what's actually going on in the world and the things that are actually important other than Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson, because really in the grand scheme of things, nobody fucking gives a fuck. And it's not like their careers are changing the world and helping people because I mean, they're not. So I think it's just important that we acknowledge what's actually going on in the world, like you said. And with that being said, again, thank you for everybody who continuously has been listening and following us and sending us messages about how happy they are 
that we are back. I got a few when I posted on Instagram last week. So that was really nice to know that people were like waiting for our, our input, especially on JK Rowling. I guess a lot of people wanted to hear our thoughts on that. So yeah, if you guys have any additional topics that you want us to tackle, send that over. And maybe in the future, we will talk about some of those topics. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of things I want to talk about. But yeah, I appreciate um, you guys supporting us even after us not being so consistent. Uh, We um, definitely want to grow as much as we can. So if you can push our podcast, always leave a review on like on Apple podcasts, um, if you can, because those look really good on us and it helps kind of push us out there. Uh, And yeah, we just we obviously really appreciate every single one of you. Um, Follow us on Instagram if you haven't, um, at Girlish Podcast. We do a lot of updates there and are trying to be as active as we can there. So yeah, keep following us there and everything. And we obviously appreciate all of your support. So thank you for everything. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.